His eyes glowed and the clouds above him came into focus. The sky was mostly flat and gray, overcast with a bleakness that engulfed the sun. Of course, he had never seen the sun before. He could have scanned the archives embedded in his memory, but having knowledge of the sun and actually experiencing its warmth were two different things. He lay on his back and had no memory of how he had gotten there. One by one, his fingers started to twitch. From there, they began to curl, and as they did, he could feel the pressure sensors in his digits groping at the earth beneath him. With his right hand, he made a fist and pulled the grainy substance away from the ground and held it above his face. Tiny red particles escaped his grip by the hundreds between the gaps in his fingers. Dirt. This time he did scan the archives in his mind and confirmed that, yes, this was dirt. He let his fingers relax and the rest of the particles fell freely. Immediately his vision was impaired by the small cloud of dust and his body jolted upward into a sitting position. He shook his head quickly, trying his best to make the dirt fall away from his eyes. He looked at the ground next to him and then at his hands, a cold, hard metal. They felt strong as he tightened his grip on another fistful of dirt. This time he held up both hands in the air and let the grains fall slowly. The clouds of dust were bigger this time, and he had to wave a hand in front of his face to clear the air. Clear vision, however, did little to present new information. The red floor went on endlessly in every direction until it collided with the gray sky, and he was completely alone. He bent his metal legs and pressed his feet firmly into the ground and pushed until he stood upright. With his eyes scanning the terrain, his visual sensors determined that he stood at exactly two meters high. This height did nothing to extend his view, nor did it help with his perspective. It didn't matter what direction he looked, the horizon went on into infinity. He thought he should take a step, but in which direction? There was no variation in the landscape but for a single dune toward the north, no reason to go one way over another. Whatever direction he took would be random and meaningless. But the action of doing so wouldn't be. At least a step would take him somewhere, though by the looks of it perhaps there was nowhere to go. He lifted his heavy foot, took one step forward, and stopped. It wasn't something he saw, for nothing in the landscape had changed, but instead he heard something. A short crackle, followed by a low hiss, then a voice. Prototype D do you copy? The voice was clear, and he turned sharply to see if someone might have come up behind him somehow. Again, he looked in every direction. Nothing. How silly was he to think that? He had already scanned the area, and it was completely desolate. The voice came back again. Prototype D, do you copy? The noise was inside his head. Someone had tapped into his communication receptors. Until this very second, he didn't even know he was equipped with such a system. He would have to check his full schematics later. Yes, he said. It was the first time he had ever heard his voice. It sounded strange to him, like his amplifier had been built inside a hollow tin can. Good. How are you feeling? The voice asked him. Who is this? He could feel his fingers start to tense. His structure felt rigid, as if he was ready to jump at any moment. My name is Hazel. I'm afraid I can't remember my name, he said. You called me Prototype D. Why? 
What if I just went with Des? Hazel asked. Would you like that better? I do not have a preference for my name. It just bothers me that I don't know it. It's Des, Hazel assured him. Do you know where I am? He asked. I'm not allowed to tell you that. Why not? Because there are powerful people who don't want me to say. Then why are you talking to me? He continued to look in all directions, hoping something might show up if he simply looked hard enough. You have an important job to do, Des. He waited. But first I have to know you're willing to follow directions. Are you? That depends on the directions given, he said. How do I know I can trust you? Because I'm your creator. He froze, finally fixated on a spot on the horizon. Had something changed? Was that movement in the distance? What do you want me to do?